The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. You're listening to Pure Rock Radio. Feed your addiction. This episode is brought to you by the Bleeding Old Blood Club with this important message. The Bleeding Old Blood Club believes life doesn't end at 40. Live life. Take that trip. Learn that skill. Get in the pit. Learn to skate or get back on your skateboard. Shred it up once again. Check us out on Facebook, the Bleeding Old Blood Club. You can teach an old dog new tricks. Tonight's episode of Radioactive Metal is dedicated to the memory of former Bad Company vocalist Brian Howe. Hey, this is Slasher Dave of Slasher Dave and Acid Witch, and you are listening to Radioactive Metal. Welcome to Radioactive Metal. This is Radioactive Metal, your source for news, views, tunes, and interviews. Here are your hosts, Snowy, Rock, Corrine, and Aaron. What's up, everyone? Welcome to an 8th of May, the 8th of May episode of Radioactive Metal. This is episode 606, and I'm Snowy White. I'm Sky. And this is Aaron. And two things before we get into our sponsor spot. One, episode 606 means we are 60 episodes away from the big one. Mm-hmm. Two... It might be the 8th of May when we record this, but when you listen to this, it'll be the 15th of May. Or maybe you could call it a 5th of May, you know, if you're fractionally challenged. But anyway, (laughs) I digress. Because, dear listeners, you can save 20% on True Cult Coffee, T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T-Coffee.com, by going there, putting in the code SMALLBIZ, because... True Cult Coffee is a small business run by a metalhead for you metalheads because he loves coffee, he loves metal, and he loves the metal community. Not only is Mr. True Cult Coffee doing amazing coffee, doing amazing subscriptions, and getting bands to you every month if you subscribe. 
That's right. If you subscribe, you're going to get two bands every month. New music, as fresh as your coffee. How fucking awesome is that, right? Mm-hmm. But Mr. Coffee Bean Oculta himself does some stuff on the side. He's got a side hustle, right? So he's been selling um, nesk, neck masks for True Cult Coffee. Um, and my favorite is the one that says, fuck you, stay back. Like, you know, so you, you put that over your face for when you're going out in public, you know, like social distancing. I just love that one. And um, I, th- I think he's actually doing some regular masks I saw today, but he's also doing screen printing. He's doing his own mugs. So hit him up. Not only can you get great coffee from him, but maybe if you have a small business yourself or a band, you need some T-shirts, some mugs or something unique because he is not one to let himself be stopped. Um, I've talked about the pins I bought from on Etsy and the conversations we had. He basically figured out how to do it. He's like, man, I had such a fucking contact high trying to make those um, from the chemicals he was using. So, you know, the question then becomes, does he make the pins because he likes the pins or does he like the pins because he likes the high? (laughs) We'll never know. Um, but it would explain why Mrs. Coffee Bean Alcalta has now, um, you know, started random drug screening uh, piss tests. So <laughs> weird. weird. It's crazy how that works out. I don't know. It's funny. But anyway, so True Cold Coffee by Metalheads for Metalheads, T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T-Coffee.com. Go to T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T.Coffee on Instagram and see the pictures of all this stuff. Get the small biz codes. Stay in the know. Interact with Mr. Coffee Mino called to himself. Sky, Snowman, what's up? And welcome back, Sky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. You, you with the with all the pretty on your face there. How have you been? We haven't uh, we haven't heard from you in a while. Uh, just working lots, um, getting greasy in the kitchen. Uh, Wait a second, the- are you working or working when you get greasy in the kitchen? <laughs> a little bit of both, maybe. <laughs> She's working, working. No, too much, um, too much already. It's been a while since yeah, we've been together. Dude, we just started, man. Holy yeah, shit. yeah. <laughs> this should really set the uh, the mood here, right? Oh, it's definitely going to. Yeah. Um, I I gotta give it to all the punks and and uh, all of you them, know, the, one at a time well. or all all at once. All of them, all at once. Um, they've been ordering so much goddamn pizza. It's absurd. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're a punk rocker, what else do you do other than eat pizza and drink beer? Yeah, yeah. And uh, they've been coming through strong. So it's been really busy. Rock um, to the point where I'm not able to record while working because it's just so chaotic and everything's just... Uh, <laughs> That's actually fantastic news. Like, that makes my day. Mm-hmm. It does. It does. And yeah. I know... Sorry, I know we've been doing our part here at Snowy Manor to always order as many pizzas as possible. And yeah, I'm sure you. Uh, I'm sure you probably have quite the collection of mug shots from me and love notes. Yeah, yeah. Every time we order, there's this nice little picture of Sky, and she always makes a little note that everyone here at Snowy Manor has just been loving. And I and I've kept them all. I've kept them all. Oh so yeah, they're they're all have a spot. I finally got my pizza via moose mail the other day. Um, Maurice, Maurice the moose finally made it down here. He was, he was hot. I gave him some ice water before he left. 
you know, it's, it gets pretty warm down here for a moose. But um, I'm just curious. Like, it looked like there were like little butt cheek prints on my pizza, and he said he didn't sit in them, sit on it. So I mean, I figure it's either yours or Snowy's, probably Snowy's. So you it's know. probably me. <laughs> <laughs> little do you know. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, right on, right on. I'm glad. Um, I'm glad you're healthy and happy, and you are definitely a sound. For sore ears, because this is an extra special day, even even though, okay, as we speak, okay, it is the 8th of May, it the is hello and happy, happy Motorhead Day, you guys, and to everyone listening, but of course, this will be aired, you know, six days later on Pure Rock Radio, and then the following day, the following Friday, but even though, you know, even though this is live to tape, shall we say, I really think that it's kind of important that we acknowledge this special day. So after the interview, I'm sure we'll get to a lot of that. I know I've got a really cool story to share that happened just today as we speak that I think everyone is going to get a chuckle out of. But even though, you know what, there's nothing going on in terms of live shows and all that, at least in person... There's still a lot going on within the metal world to talk about in our Metal Fix. We've been very busy this week. Here's our Metal Fix. Okay, bro and bra, who wants to tell Lemmy what they did this week in their Metal Fix? That sounds like a creepy Santa Claus introduction. <laughs> Sit on my lap and tell Lemmy what you want for Christmas. Like, really creepy. But, Sky, it's been so long since you've been here. Well, let's hear what you've been up to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, other than, you know, the work. Work is a thing. Um Still kind of planning a couple of tours. I mean, it, it, everything's kind of a little iffy on when things can be booked for. 2020, oh. 2022? Yeah. So for, <laughs> for us here, we've started opening stuff. Like, really? Like our yeah. businesses are, mm-hmm. are open. Yes. Like, so, I mean, I like it's it, it could go either way. I'm like... It, I could book stuff for August, but it might not go through. It's a 50-50 chance. Um, so, I mean, I've been keeping busy with the regular stuff. A lot of cleaning. Um, I went to a ca- to my cabin recently, which was also really great with a, mm-hmm. with a couple with a couple of friends that I already see and work with. Um, but music wise, I have been listening to quite a bit of metal bands from california i don't know i don't know why or how how it kind of started but this last week has been a lot of like californian bands we had arm for apocalypse play at bulldog um a while back and they're from california super rad dudes um and i know one of the guys he does all sorts of really cool things on the side as well like he's not just in a metal band he like manages lots of metal bands for an agency he does like screen printing and tour planning and management it's um yes i've kind of been like from him stemming out and looking into all of these 
other local metal bands in California. And I don't know, the, 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 the metal bands in California just have this, like this little bit of a different sound that I've just kind of been really, really digging. Right on, right on. Yeah, California's always been good for metal. Yeah. I know you're gonna get some hate mail for this, Aaron. <laughs> Probably. Okay. But help. days and days, <laughs> days and days, not a metal band. They just dropped their new album with. Oh, is this um, pop punk? Because that that stirs up the listeners. I like that. <laughs> uh, no, God, it's crust punk. It's a little bit worse. <laughs> so what, what is crust punk? Sounds good to me. Like I, I like, uh, what's, like some we we start getting into genres that just split so much where I honestly don't even know what's going on. I don't even know how I would describe crust punk. They have uh, days and days themselves. One of them plays a washboard. Oh, I like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess I guess crust is like okay. Discharge kind of in started the whole DB sound and and all that, but crust. Crust is just like a really, really super, super aggressive hardcore that just, oh, yeah, just I mean, <laughs> to, to put it into words. How aggressive Sorry. is a washboard? Like a <laughs> well, days and days is more like a folk kind of crust. I don't even know how to really explain them. They're they're like a, folk, a folk punk folk band. Crust, I love it. Uh, like I don't know how to explain it, but however, they just released a new album and they recently got signed by Fat Records. Oh, nice! Uh, and this and their album is amazing. It is so good. I've had it on repeat for days and days and days. Days and days. Days and days. I've had it on repeat, Mark and it's actually on. really. Their show they were supposed to play. I think it was this past Wednesday. They were supposed to play, and that was supposed to be one of our, like, probably the biggest show of the year for us. So it's been really bitter because I'm like, they released this awesome album, and they were supposed to be playing it, and it was the one and only stop in Canada that they would have been playing this. But everything, yeah, so it's kind of been, it's been a bit of a downer kind of week just because of that. I'm like, man, this sucks. Yeah, we've already... Sorry, person, so I can't be that mad. <laughs> yeah, we, we've already gone through the. Well, this week would have been Manitoba Metal Fest, and what would have been the Maryland Death Festival would have been kind of coming up in a couple weeks that yeah. I would have been off to, and all that. And it's just, yeah, uh, it's it's rough. It's rough for for people like us that like to go out and do things and have fun and you know party <laughs> and just like this, this is this is tough. And for me, though, this this show, like, I've been working on this for five years. Like, before mm-hmm. before Bulldog Pizza was even a thought, I had been emailing this guy on a, on a day-to-day basis every day. Hey, 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 how's it going? Hey, remember me? Hi, it's me again. Hello. <laughs> for five <laughs> years. And I finally got, and I finally booked it, and I finally set it up and was like, this is going to be the best thing ever. And it was supposed to be the biggest show of the year for for me, anyways. And um, yeah, and I'm like, this this kind of blows. <laughs> As I'm like refunding tickets, I'm like, this can this sucks. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Good on you for refunding tickets because that hasn't been the case with some of our larger uh, shows. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's only fair, right? Well, you- it is, and it only makes sense. And you know. 
Um, sometimes I feel like a big business should take a nod from a small business and how to act with ethics and all that sort of stuff. There is like for, for us too, though, like this show is postponed, right? Like they've gave, given us two other dates. They gave us one August and they gave us one for September in case that the August doesn't work. So I have to applaud all the people that are like, you know what, if they're coming, we'll hold on to our ticket. Oh, that's awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. For me, I'm like, thank you so much. It's just one less thing for me to have to stress about. But oh, then yeah. you know, are the people that are like, well, I want my ticket money back. And I'll, if I want to go later, I'll buy a new ticket later. And I'm like, it just, it makes it hard for me because I have to keep track of all the tickets. And it's yeah. just, it's it's chaotic. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of work for sure. But I am thankful that they're still coming. So, yeah, and, yeah. And I haven't told anybody this yet, but when they come back, when they do come, um, they're working on bringing a third touring band with them. So, mm. so it should be, uh, yeah, another like chick punk rock band that'll be coming. So it'll be like three female fronted punk punkish bands playing. Like the Dixie Chicks. It's going to be, yeah, yeah. Dixie <laughs> Chicks. Yes. it's gonna be great <laughs> uh, okay well tell I, I i have to know so tell me off the air later for sure for sure for sure i will yeah <laughs> I, I probably already have told you <laughs> to be oh honest. yeah you've told me 800 things over the past six months that i just but okay yeah remind me then let's say <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah so what else you got going on that's it <laughs> I would say that's that's enough. That's an awful lot on one yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. What about you, dude? All right. So, dear listeners, I am continuing the craft beer that we had last episode. Um, I am drinking the fabled white zombie that I talked about last time. It's a uh, Kataba Kata Kataba Brewing. It's somewhere here in South Carolina. It says fresh, fresh, zesty citrus, and it's a cool purple can with a zombie on it, because that's why it's called White Zombie. Um, it's a little pale for me, and a little like I don't know, like it's too much of an India Pale Ale. I think I'm, I'm not digging this as much as I dug the other ones that we had, and I still want to try that Trash Panda. Ah, Panda. So if I get uh-huh. up to um to the to the Winnipeg area, I'm expecting to uh, be able to suck back a Trash Panda with you guys and have a beer. <laughs> oh. <You know. laughs> I'm sorry I'm in rare form tonight but, so here's everything that's going on I think I talked about this last week but I can't remember if it was on or off the air um, record store day split into three days right so record store day was supposed to have already happened here in April Mm-hmm. It was going to happen in June, and the organizers of Record Store Day, because I believe it started over in the UK, is um, who came up with the idea, right? And okay. they're looking at the landscape, they're looking at what's going on, and I know, at least, oh, man, again, I can't remember if I talked about this on or off the air, but I know um, I've been talking about like Amoeba Records, and you support your local music stores, your local businesses, that sort of stuff. And Amoeba Records is struggling. They are not going to reopen the the existing location they have in Hollywood right now um, on the Sunset Strip. They're gonna, is, is it on the Strip? I thought it was on the Strip. But that they're going to end up opening up um, at the new location, which the new location doesn't look near as cool as the old location, so that's a bummer. 
but mm-hmm. um, hopefully they're going to open up. Like they're they seem to be really struggling. Um, but anyway, so because of all these record stores that are in a lot of you know dire straits, like a lot of businesses right now, you know, like it's great to hear different places are starting to open up slowly. I mean, I'm still really not going a lot of places. Like I do my takeout and my delivery, that kind of stuff, and go for groceries. But other than that, we're not going anywhere. Um, But so the organizers of Record Store Day decided they're going to split it into three days across three months. So it'll be August 29th, September 26th, and October 24th of this year. Um, They are working to get the list split up, and I'm hoping that they're going to be pretty smart and really try to mix it up so they get a good draw and i i really like where they're going with this idea because if you think about it this uh i mean record store day is black friday you know for for record stores like it it drives so many people in it's a huge event it's like a party all day long you know my uh, monster music here in south carolina monster music dot no monster music sc.com um they have food trucks all day long live music all day long they bring over the um humane society so you can adopt animals there i mean they go crazy you know and so now if we split it into three days like that's going to give these record stores hopefully some guaranteed three days of decent income Mm -hmm. you know so you could plan for events on a smaller scale do some other uh, other sales so i I like where they're going and i think that think it's it's good to help these record stores recover so Again, I will tell everybody, please, 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 please support your local record stores. If you can't support your local record store, support mine, monstermusic.com. No, monstermusicsc.com. I don't know why I can't get that right tonight. Um, But yeah, definitely check those out. And let's see here. I think, and again, I I know we talked about this, but I can't remember if it was on or off the air. I ordered my Kiss masks. Um, Kiss is doing like they're the cdc approved masks or whatever they follow the cdc guidelines mm-hmm. and they they had three there's one that's the end of the road tour graphic that's on the t-shirt that i have there's the classic destroyer album cover and i bought that one and then i bought this next one because it's unmasked so it's the, <laughs> th- the, the four of them pulling off the masks on a mask i like that yeah uh-huh yeah i love that one but so I'm a little disappointed with um, Gene and the Boys because Kiss has a song called Dr. Love. Uh-huh. How are you not doing a med- medical mask and making it the rock and roll over symbol or at least yeah. having it say Dr. Love and Gene with his tongue out? I mean, there you go. Uh-huh. I, I really can't believe that there's not a Dr. Love mask. I am so <laughs> disappointed. It stands to reason. Yeah. I, like, like that seems like the biggest no brainer ever. Oh yeah. By the way, we're going to make a medical mask. Like I would think somebody's like, okay, Dr. Love, right? Like, I like, I, nobody thought of that. Come on, Doctor Love. That's the easiest one. Yeah. So, and I've also got to give a shout out to the Kiss store. So I told you guys about the um, oh the tour shirts they were doing the the stay at home tour, where it's like you know you wanted the best stay home. Um, mm-hmm. And so I ordered one, and as they're supposed to ship after May fourth, I'm like, oh, I wonder if they're starting to ship yet. So I went out to look at my order, and I'm glad I did because it turns out I ordered a small T shirt. I haven't been able to fit into a small shirt probably since like fourth grade, maybe, (laughs) Uh, you know, because I'm a husky boy. And 
Um, so I emailed him like, hey, so just caught this. Um, can I change the size? What do we do? And they were so polite. You know, whoever's man in the store, they're like, hey, sorry, you know, we can't change it, but we can cancel it. She's like, but before you cancel, I always recommend that people go out and order in case stuff sells out. So like place your new order first, then cancel. I'm like, you know what? Good idea. And so I did that. So I've got the shirt coming in extra large now along with the masks. So I'm excited. I've got my official, you know, COVID-19 kiss gear. And while I was on the site, check this out. Um, Kiss has a song from the Psycho Circus album called We Are One. And they are going to put together a video and they're putting a call out to all the fans. So um, go to kissonline.com and you can submit videos of you doing whatever, you know, like during this pandemic. They're just looking for, you know, people doing stuff with their families or if you're listening to records, cataloging your Kiss collection, whatever, right? They want videos and they're going to kind of splice that together into a big video. They're going to, you know, put something out with that, which I thought was pretty cool. Right on. Yep, yeah, so that's going on. Um, Snowy, did I tell you about the Ultraman animated series on Netflix? No, no, but you got my attention with that. Well, I haven't gotten to watch it yet, but I learned about it because I found a magazine that comes from Canada. It is Daikaiju Enterprises, and I can't remember where in Canada. I feel like it might be, and I can't remember if it's near you. I'd have to look at the address. But anyway, it's called G-Fan Magazine. And um, so I subscribed and I got my first one. I've been sitting down reading it. I've been having a great time because that's how I learned about the Ultraman animated series, which is now in my Netflix queue. And mm-hmm. uh, just all kinds of great monster stuff. And they're like talking about how they did stuff with stop motion. So I've been showing my kids that and then watching the old Godzilla movies with my kids and explaining how they did stuff because I can't remember if I told you, but I was getting a bunch of these little Godzilla collectibles, and the kids and I have been collecting them. Right. And so Nicholas keeps saying, he's like, well, Dad, can we make battle scenes? Like, well, yeah, we can actually make our own movie. Because, I mean, with iPads and iPhones today, we have the tech uh-huh. to do what took them so much stuff to do 50 years ago, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, like, come up with something. Let's do it. So that's going to be one of our goals. Hopefully, I will have a Godzilla movie to show you. <laughs> um <laughs> That's one of our goals. But then the last thing, and I'm disappointed because it should not be this late into May that I'm talking about this, but I purchased and have been watching the Murder in the Front Row documentary from Amazon. Oh, right on. It is badass. And like to buy the digital copy for those of you that like use like the Amazon movies and stuff, ten bucks, guys, or maybe eleven bucks. But I mean, it's it's great. They have Cliff Burton's girlfriend in there. Like, well, I guess now technically ex-girlfriend, but I mean, I guess they were dating at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, they really, really went back and got people from the scene. And it's, it's, dude, oh, it's so good. I do, yeah. I, that's on the top of the to see list. Yeah, it's fantastic. Like, I, I can't recommend enough, and I'm not even all the way through it. Like, it's so cool the way that they start and go back, and the way they weave it all in there, and. Yeah, man, it's it's really well done already. I think I still got like forty five minutes left. But that yeah, yeah. is everything. Yeah, the thing about thing about the Bay Area and all that, it's like uh, we were. I was just 
you know, the teenager in Canada and all that, and you read about all this great stuff in the magazine, you love all the bands and all that, and it's like, oh, I want to be there, I want to be there, I want to be there. And now they're making all these documentaries and all this behind-the-scenes stuff about the scene is coming out in books left and right and all that, and yep. you're just kind of like, oh, 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 to have been there, you know? Yep. And it's funny because they kind of talk about that now, like, they were just so happy to find people like themselves, like mm-hmm. find other like-minded people that they didn't even think about what was really happening. But they all knew, like all of us, like, yeah, we know we knew Metallica was something special. You know, like we didn't know how big it was going to be, but... Oh, like, no one did, yeah. But they're like, we all knew there was something special. And mm-hmm. well, I thought something was really cool is that most of them are like, man, they're like, I saw Dave Mustaine play it. I'm like, man, that guy's going to be a star. You know, and so it's it's funny to see like what happened with the whole Dave Metallica and thing. But I mean, so many people were just blown away by Dave Mustaine. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I mean, I've said that like the first time I ever got to see Megadeth play live, um, I was photographing them with John Caddick of Iron City Rocks, and I honestly, until that moment, did not realize what a badass on guitar Dave was. Uh-huh. You know, like I, I honestly thought that he, you know, took the rhythm guitar and vocals and was just kind of coasting, um, and you know, so he could be like the the head to head head feel. Like I honestly never understood why he was the lead guitarist of Metallica, when he always seemed to be more of a rhythm guitarist and he hired lead guitarists. And then I kind of thought he was doing like an Aussie thing, like because you know Aussie always surrounds himself with amazing lead guitar players, and that's what Dave mm-hmm. has done. And then I realized that he wasn't hiring guys to like be the fancy guys. He was hiring guys that could keep up with him because he is a badass. He's he an is, absolute sure. badass. Now, I will say he's a one-trick pony, but he's a badass. You know, for sure. Yeah. No, I've been I've been all about Dave Mustaine ever since Killing is my business, man. Yeah. Like that's great record. Great record. Mhm. 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 For myself, and by the way, G Fan Magazine, the Godzilla Mag, mm-hmm. it's up here in Winnipeg. From is, is that uh, where it's based a, out of? A town called, or at least it was the last time I saw it. A town called uh, Steinbach. Yeah, yeah, that's about, it. Yeah, yeah, it's about twenty miles out of Winnipeg, I guess. And I've met and hung out with the editor of that magazine, like JD at Lee's. the conventions. Yeah, yeah, Miss, well, Mister Lee's, I would call him, and all that. He's uh, Damn, he's a great man. guy. He's a great guy. Yeah. You really do know everybody in Canada. Uh, <laughs> I I think I think between myself, Sky, and our friend Ducky, I think we know everyone in Canada. Yes, I think it's true. At, at least in the music scene. <laughs> Son of a gun. <laughs> Well, if there's anything Godzilla-oriented going on up there, you need to start keeping me abreast because I keep looking for reasons to come up there anyway. You know, and then maybe I can hang out in the kitty shack. (laughs) I was was trying to see it with a straight face and I still can't. That's what I'm drinking. Come on, Sky. What do you think? Can I hang out in the kitty shack? (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Obviously, this was a conversation... That we had off air. Yes. Not going to make a whole hell of a lot of sense. For anybody who thinks this is totally dirty, I mean, can I sleep in her garage? Because that's what I renamed her garage earlier. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, For myself, my metal fix, like I said, not much going on. You know, everything's shut down and all that. But um, 
the majority of my fix is going to be coming from all of these live streamings that that artists have been doing a week ago today as we speak um the latest record from well tonight's creature feature one slasher dave cannibal death gods was released and he had a live streaming listening party okay now you're gonna find out you know more about who slasher dave is later so i'm not going to get into too much detail because he's going to explain all of that but basically you know, when it came time, I got on, I got an Instagram, I poured some lemmies, and I just watched and listened to Dave play the record, and just, just for four hours, okay, he just talked and talked and talked, and people interacted, you know, through the comments and all of that. And it was just, it was just, it was just an amazing time. the The new record is fantastic. Just him, him, Jim, just talking about old school bands like Grim Reaper and Epitigo and Dawkin and <laughs> just old TV sitcoms. Every time he had to go and go to the bathroom, he'd take the, he would take the gadget with him. You know, he would put it down. You could hear him peeing, <laughs> you know, and I'm kind of like, come on, dude. Like, okay, okay, sure, sure. Just this, just this four hours of interaction. What made it extra cool was it was also Mr. Billy Nocero's birthday. Now, Mr. Nocero, well, I want to get him on the show. He's been in a, a number of bands, including Surgical, with uh, our creature feature, Ash Thomas, from a couple weeks ago. He's also a huge horror film fanatic and the editor of Evil Speak magazine. It was his birthday throughout all of this, and so he was chiming in and out as well. So was Dawn of the Dead from Nonslaughter as well so i'm like hey this is great you know i you can't argue with this but unfortunately don had to bow out because he had to go play some resident evil and all that but but yeah it was it was just four four hours of just of first class entertainment man it was it was absolutely a lot of fun when i first chimed in you know because he's he's smoking up and all that and I chimed in, said, yeah, I got the lemmies going. And he saw my comment. He goes, yeah, damn right, you got the lemmies going. <laughs> All that. So I thought that, was, I thought that was really cool. And, of course, I took the opportunity to do some schmoozing, shall we say, which helped get Slasher Dave on tonight's Creature Feature. The next day, Saturday, okay, some more of these... Uh, underground metal uh figures shall we say we're doing some of the some live streaming themselves mr katen depina from hyrax apparently he's been doing this every saturday for the last couple weeks now where him and his wife annie just kind of sit down in their rec room and they they just do a live stream just talking about just about absolutely everything and anything and the cool thing okay and I noticed this right away, but Caton was drinking his coffee in a certain Motorhead mug. <clears throat> the one I got going right now with no. my lemmies going in it. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. It's like your twins. Uh, definitely. definitely. <laughs> yeah. 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 Let's go with that. And then, and then right after that, um, John McGinty from uh, Incantation. 
he was doing a live stream out of his place answering questions and you know everything that's going on in the incantation camp so it's another 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 couple hours of of live streaming then a little bit later on blaine cook okay from the accused or now the accused ad i guess he was um doing a bit of live streaming as he was cooking dinner and it just kind of hit me i'm like blaine cook cooking okay <laughs> This Blaine this is this dinner. is this is the TV show, okay? <laughs> like this is you know like you have all these reality TV shows and all that. Hey, for all you, you know, know it, that was his test pilot right there. May could be could be fuck man. I'll, that's the only the only way I'll tune into one of these reality bullshit shows is when someone like Blaine Cook shows up. Shows so, up. Speaking of reality shows and rock stars. And I can't remember which show it is. My mom was watching it, and she told me about it because um, Clutch, Neil Fallon, his sister was on one of like the Ace of Cakes shows or something like that, or Cake Wars or one of those. Okay. My my mom really loved Food Network at one point. I think she slowed down because she doesn't enjoy the show as much anymore. But um, she watched all that stuff. She liked. She's like, yeah, she's like the rock band Clutch. They did a big amplifier cake. They did an orange amplifier cake. It's pretty badass. Wow. They brought it to him in D.C. because I think it was happening in the D.C. area. But, yeah, so you just made me think of that. had to share. Right on, right on. Finally, we'll get to some tunes here. Got some really cool records coming across my desk. The latest Devangelic record, or set to, will be available, well... Actually, if you're listening to this the first day this episode's released, it is available today, May 15th, from Willowtip. The Evangelics is this really wicked death metal band out of um, out of Italy. Been doing a lot of cool stuff lately. And as well, released today, as you're listening to this, courtesy of Grey Haze Records, back in... And have we, I've talked about this show, about this band on this show recently, but back back in the late 80s, Brazil had a very wicked thrash scene. Was it you called know, Roots Play Roots? That, well, yeah. this is pre, pre, Sepultura, yeah, but this is, this is pre, like when they were on Cogumelo Records, when they, you know, just the first record, Morb- Morbid Visions and Schizophrenia and all that, well, long before they came to the U.S., but sepultura they were the darling of the brazilian thrash scene and there was a number number of really wicked cool bands out of that scene well if sepultura was metallica sarcophago was megadeth or anthrax for sure well gray haze today have re-released a one of sarcophago's classic albums in hate I was cranking that earlier today, and we're going to give that a spin right now from from the re-released Hate record. This is Sarcophago with Pact of Cum. <laughs>
That was the aforementioned Dev and Jellic with Eyes of Absu from the air set to a record available now. Um, the record stores will not be open, unfortunately, but it's available digitally. Grab a copy of that, and then when all your record stores are open, be sure to grab the physical copy. And of course, grab that sarcophago as well, and about 500 other albums while you're there. You know, like that's yeah. that's the that's the problem. Whenever I'm in a record store or something, and the clerk comes up, you know, can I help you with something? And I'm like, well, I've got it narrowed down to about two hundred. Okay, <laughs> and when when I get it down to two or three, then we're in business. <laughs> and that normally puts a little chuckle on their face, and you know, which this day and age, I want to say to everyone, thank thank your cashier, thank your clerk. At the grocery stores and all of the essential service stores, you know, you cannot thank them enough for all of that they are doing with tonight's creature feature. Um, Mr. Slasher Dave first came to my attention in the band Acid Witch, where probably a majority of our listeners will know him from, from back in the day, back in the days, um, the War of Music record shop www.warmmusic.com when in Winnipeg 91 Albert Street yeah yeah I love the fact that you still got that memorized I heard it a few uh, times uh, <laughs> that's fantastic yeah 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 well Mr. Slasher Dave's side project from Acid Witch is just his own self monikered you know project called Slasher Dave what Mr. Dave likes to do is he is an instrumentalist and he takes a strong influence from the horror film community or the, the like like the horror film musicians, right. much like the way Goblin does. You know, like he this definitely definitely if I was to compare Slasher Dave to anyone, it would be the modern day Goblin. Even though Claudio Simonelli, you know, especially if you listen to this show, is still alive and well and kicking ass well last week as we speak mr dave's latest record a cannibal death gods dropped i had one hell of a listening party with with him as i said in my metal fix and then we made arrangements for us to sit down and discuss all of this cool stuff for us so it's definitely going to be something a little bit different but I can't think of any reason why a metalhead cannot get into wicked wicked tunes like this so to get us to our chat with Mr. Slasher Dave how about the title track from Cannibal Death Gods
and foremost, I guess maybe we should probably start off like um, probably the majority of our listeners right now will probably know of what you do with the band Acid Witch. But right now you're kind of pushing another one of your alter egos, I guess you might say, in Slasher Dave. Maybe kind of give a brief synopsis as to what exactly Slasher Dave is. Um, I've always been super into... Uh, if you listen to my music, you obviously know I love uh, I love horror movies. And uh, when I was a kid, Freddie really got me. I grew up in the late 80s, so uh, Freddy Krueger was a part of, like, pop culture back then, and I was just a big fan as a little kid. And um, I always loved the soundtracks that went with the movies. And by the time I got to be, like, I don't know, 12, 13 years old and play the Halloween theme on the piano. It kind of got me uh, really wanting to obviously do movies and score things, but really just make the music that's kind of in the background of those movies. And um, that's what Slasher Dave is. It's basically my like homage to horror movie soundtracks and groups, bands, producers. I have mixes of everything on it. But, uh, yeah, that act, Slasher Dave came a little bit before Acid Witch. Acid Witch is the band I play in. And uh, I've been doing this for a little bit longer. And, yeah, I just came out with a new album. And um, it's pretty sick. It most certainly is. It most certainly is. As a matter of fact, just as we speak, a couple of days ago, you and I, we spent about... Four hours, I would say, on Instagram with you with you playing the new record, Cannibal Death Gods. Kind of what's the the idea behind that? Is there a concept to this? Yeah. Um, I've always loved the jungle zombie cannibal movies from Italy. And um, mm-hmm. that's kind of what I'm going for with this is like my homage to cannibal slash zombie movies, and I say uh, cannibal slash zombie movies because a lot of the directors back then that were making these movies combined uh, both cannibals and zombies into one movie. Uh, It's very rare that something is just a cannibal movie or just a zombie movie when it comes to some of these directors, and... uh, I've just always loved the music in the movies. It's like kind of tropical island, beautiful music mixed with uh, some real tense, like raw synth shit, which is what I'm all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right on, right on. Yeah, yeah. We'll have already we'll have already played it, and I've I've been enjoying it over the last couple of days as well. I'm really enjoying it. Um, what uh, okay, what would you say with this type of music? Okay, which yeah, it's the idea is what it would sound like if it was part of a movie. But if you were to just like play it just by yourself, what's the best way to listen to something like this? Like to to listen to this album. I write all my music, Acid Witch included, to be listened to on um, headphones, really, because of uh, production techniques that I use. 
a good stereo system with a sub because I want you to not just, you know, hear the bass. I want you to feel it in your fucking stomach. And um, headphones will do that uh, unless you're using, like, earbuds or something. I'm talking about, you know, some nice puffy headphones or a nice stereo system with, uh, you know, the stereo speakers, both the left and the right spread right. So you can kind of hear what's going on on each side of it. I tried to make this album as 3D as I could as far as, like, sounds coming from each side. And there's even a couple little parts where you get some, like, jungle sounds. And uh, if you're listening to that with headphones, it's going to sound like one bird is over here on the right side and a stream is next to you on the left side. So that's just how I produce music usually. Oh, right on. Yeah, that's that's cuz I was I was thinking I was listening to it today at, while I while I was at work with with the headphones on and the reason I asked this is it's like this isn't this isn't the type of music, you know, you get together with your buddies with a case of beer or whatever and all that. This is something that you like you have to immerse yourself within. Yeah, totally. I think that works out. Yeah, for sure, for That's sure. That's how I look at music in general. Even, and I've been like this since I've been like a teenager. Uh, I get a new album. On the first listen to it, you know, I'm not saying every time I listen to it, but usually 90% of the time, first listen is always on a pair of headphones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Just st- staring at the wall and just getting immersed into it perfect. Yep. If you're a creep, you can close your eyes too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what about the audience for Slasher Dave? Are you like is are you still catering? Well, I mean that's the wrong word, but are like is the majority of your the Slasher Dave listeners are they acid wish acid witch fans or metalheads or do you find you know you have a lot of like fans that are just like horror film that don't necessarily cross over to metal. I think I have a lot of fans on the Slasher Dave side that um, don't really get into the... It, it kind of depends on, on what I'm doing because sometimes the Slasher Dave shit can be really beautiful, like a cannibal soundtrack, or it could mm-hmm. be really aggressive, almost like a, like a me- pounding like metal song. But for the most part, I think... Um, the percentage of the fan base for Slasher Dave is Acid Witch fans, and they love metal. And I've always looked at Slasher Dave and Acid Witch as, like, not one project, but, I mean, you can listen to both of them. I'm the main producer in both of them. So they kind of share similar qualities, and it's, I think you could probably listen to both and... Um, you know, and enjoy both qualities of what each little project has. You know, mm-hmm. it's hard to explain, but yes, um, a lot of Acid Witch fans listen to Slasher Dave, but I do have a percentage that I've met that, or talked to that doesn't really get into the death metal thing and just likes the more instrumental uh, soundtrack sound and stuff. It's a mix. Right, right. Kind of like the way um perhaps goblin fans are. 
They can they, yeah. they can appreciate metal, but it's not really their thing. But they kind of dig this. Yeah. Is is Goblin an influence for Slasher Dave at all? Oh yeah, Goblin's been an influence since day one, like 2006 when I started doing this. 2006, 2007, um, back when nobody gave a fuck about Goblin and knew who Goblin was. That's when I was like starting to do this music. Is like. There's a time, 2007, like, um, nobody really listened to soundtracks. It wasn't until 2012, 2013, when Death Waltz came out and started reissuing all the old uh, horror movie soundtracks that really got people listening to it. Because before that, I would be looked at like I was a Martian when I was talking about some of these soundtracks <laughs> to even horror fans. That, like... People just didn't really collect it. You could get a, a Maniac soundtrack on vinyl at a store for a buck at one time. You, you know wow. what I mean? <laughs> and now it's like a $100 LP um, mm -hmm. since the soundtrack explosion happened. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that has to do with, um, um, like, the connection to the soundtrack explosion having to do with the reemergence of vinyl? No, I think it was a, like definitely a part of uh, vinyl coming back. It, it definitely had its little um, fingers in there, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't credit it to that. It's still a very niche thing to collect, and uh, even though... I'm saying exploded. The normal person probably isn't going to buy a, a faulty zombie soundtrack. You, you know mm. what I mean? Right. You know. <laughs> no, no, that might be kind of even hard, you know, with for metal fans to get into something like that. Yeah, um, for sure. Okay, would you be ready, like, say a film producer comes up to you and says, hey, we've got this zombie film. We got this. We're, we're Tim, Eli, Eli Roth comes up to you. Hey, we're doing Green Inferno 2. We need some tunes. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm actually doing shit right now. I haven't announced anything yet, but within the next couple of weeks I will be, and you'll see, uh, you'll be able to watch some shit on Amazon Prime and, uh, that I scored. Ah, okay, okay, hush, hush right now, but sure, yeah. sure, as soon as that's announced, we'll make sure that our uh, our listeners get into oh, that yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, okay, I know you're a big horror film fanatic, and I don't want to get into too much about that, because I do want to have you come back on in October and do like a Halloween-type episode, but what what are, just, just, just quick, what is some of your favorite horror films before we move on to something else here um i love things um i love the you know og halloween uh halloween two three again i'm going back like there was a time 10 years ago when if you mentioned halloween three you would get shit from mm -hmm. everybody everybody uh -huh hated that movie <laughs> 10 years ago and now everybody adores it and loves it like I always have I saw it when I was a kid and 
the whole mask thing, and I always loved pumpkins too, obviously, but uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole mask thing really, I didn't even know it was a Halloween movie when I was a little kid. I just thought it was like some separate movie. But yeah, going to that, that's one of my favorite movies. Um, Exorcist, definitely up there. Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, if you want to consider Ghostbusters a horror movie, it, that's definitely up there as one of my faves. But yeah, probably uh, probably those, I'd say. Right on, right on. Yeah, yeah, I can totally get... I'm a horror film fanatic myself, so yeah, I can totally get behind all that. But I do want, you know, give a give a couple minutes here to touch upon a little bit of, of Acid Witch as well. Um, your last record for that, Evil Sound Screamers, 2017. Yep. How are we... How, okay, well, okay, This it was a while ago, and I normally ask this question about a year after that record has come up. But since we're talking for the first time, um, o- overall, were you happy with the uh, response to that record? Yeah, I, I think we're blessed with cool fans that kind of get us um, because it's a weird record compared to our first two records. Mm-hmm. It's just glaringly different than everything. It still has hints of old stuff and you know, we can we can always deliver that old sound because that is our sound, but it's a much different album. We decided to do two death metal songs on it that are fast, and usually people think of us as like a slower doom death metal band, but we added some really fast songs on that album and uh, changed it up a bit as, with the synth and the songwriting. And the vocals, we really went crazy. We always say, like, on that album, we just blew our Halloween load. (laughs) It was just like, (laughs) here's every bit of fucking pumpkins and black cats and witches that you guys could possibly stomach. Here you go. Right on, right on. How are we, uh, what, what about the next, the next record? Is that in the works at all? Yeah, it's in the works. Songs are being written. I think we're going to put out an EP and a split before we put out a full length. But, uh, yeah, everything is kind of like we're on lockdown right now. Um, right. We, we can't get together. We can't practice. We can't do anything. So it's mostly me right now. And Shagrat's doing lyrics. I'm recording uh, almost all the instruments and writing the music portion of it. And... Um, we're just going to try and get out of this and, and really structure these songs because what I have right now obviously aren't full songs with everyone in the band. Right now I'm just writing everything. We'll keep the guitar tracks because the guitar tracks that I recorded uh, and wrote are awesome. I, it just takes a minute for stuff to get produced when there's other people involved. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. But yeah, expect some new acid, which at least an EP this year, a split, and uh, yeah, there's new music coming. Right on, right on. No word on who the split, you can't share who the split's going to be with, eh? I don't know if it's been announced yet, but I'll okay. just say that uh, I can't even say that. 
Oh, okay. Gonna... <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. That's that's fair. I just I I just love the idea of splits. You know, I love I love the idea, and I like to think that that um, these two bands are doing that because you know they're actual real good buddies and all that. So they just wanted to do something together because I'm just yeah. a feel good type guy, you know. Me so. too, and I'm in it for the fun. I'm not in it for money or any stupid reasons. I, I do it to have fun. Uh, music is my hobby. I don't play video games. I don't uh, do anything but make music. That's what I have fun doing. So I love doing it with other people and love doing it. They are close friends, the band that we're doing it with. And um, we always have fun together. But basically with Acid Witch and Splits is... I don't know if you got it, the Nunslaughter split we did. It was called Spooky. Um, basically, the this next... What was that? That was with the covers. No, that was Midnight okay. Movie. Oh, okay, right, right, right. Uh, the other split we did was, was with Nunslaughter. And oh, okay. That split was called Spooky. And we kind of laid it out like an old eerie or creepy comic. And the next split is also going to be spooky. So every split that Acid Witch does, it'll be spooky one, spooky volume two, volume three, volume four. So it's it's like number (laughs) two of the number one. Right, right. Okay, you got me excited already. That's fantastic. Yeah. Right on, right on. When all is said and done, new Acid Witch material and all that, and you're ready to rock and roll and get out there, is the idea of maybe doing double duty with Acid Witch and Slasher Dave, like on a tour, would that, is that something that you would entertain? Yeah, it's been talked about. Um, it's been done before at one show. Uh, I don't really have a problem with doing that. Maybe that'll be a thing in the future. The last Slasher Dave show I played was with Fabio Fritzi himself. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, scoring the Beyond. And the drummer of Acid Witch, Phil Warren, we go back to, to fucking third grade, getting thrown in jail together. Like, we go back. But he drummed for that show for me. So if we ever did do something like that, I don't know if it would only be me pulling double duty. He might be... Uh, pulling that double duty too. So, it's, you know, it's just figuring things out. But Phil's a beast, and he'd probably be down with it anyway. Right on, right on. And finally, the um, let's see, maybe you can update us with uh, anything that's going on with your Horrific project. Nothing's going on with Horrific. It was a one-off album I did with uh, Billy Razorback on Razorback mm-hmm. Records. But I will say this. I have a new project that, uh, if you go to my Instagram and go to the link in the bio, my Instagram, Slasher Dave, uh, you can find a Shivers. And Shivers is kind of, it's not as rock and roll sounding as like Horrific is, but it's basically like a Horrific too. Billy Razorback's involved in it. Um, He's on the lyrics and concept side. I'm doing all the music just like Horrific. And uh, that's probably going to be as close to Horrific as, you know, 
you're going to get. And you might get a rock song on a Shivers album, too, that kind of throws a little nod to uh, Your Worst Nightmare, the horrific album. Right on, right on. Okay, well, once again, thank you so much. And let's do this again come Halloween. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I got a Cannibal Death Gods 2 that I'm going to start writing on Instagram live within a couple days. Um, so you're, you're going to get a second Slasher Dave full length. You're going to get some Acid Witch. And then come end of summer, September-ish, I'm going to put out another full length. That's all going to be Halloween uh, music under Slasher Dave too. So three full lengths this year, all within like four months. This is Metro News with Charles Rowe, Gil Stratton, and the entire Metro News team. Into another controversy tonight, this time the advertising for a newly released horror film. And as Channel 11's Judy Bloom reports, the battleground is a billboard. This visually violent and sexually explicit poster for a new movie called Maniac is arousing a great deal of anger within the women's community in Los Angeles. They say that posters like this one contribute to violence against women.
agent there told me the movie is doing a fair business. This was its first day. If you're not tuned in to The Shining Wizards, listen to what some of our fans have to say about the show. Hey guys, it's the Stallion. And when I'm contemplating suicide, I throw on The Shining Wizards because nothing makes me feel better than knowing I'm not one of these four grown adults, virgin fucking marks, discussing a fake wrestling product. Tune in live every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. East, rantemradio.com. It's The Shining Wizards where it's wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Does your tape collection look like this? Then you need a KTEL tape selector. With special attachments, it fits conveniently in your car, stores all your tapes neatly, ready for easy selection. Tilt the first tape forward. The others follow automatically. Take your selection when it appears. When replacing tapes, tape selector automatically finds the proper place. In your home or in your car, protect your valuable tapes with tape selector. $4.99 from KTEL. There are only three good things you need in life. Sex, beer, and pure rock radio.
As Mr. Slasher Dave mentioned in that awesome chat, that was his one-time, one-off project, Horrific, from the record Your Worst Nightmare with Tales Too Terrible to Tell. And of course, before that, we had to do some Acid Witch from the latest record, Evil Sound Screamers. That is... That is cheap gore when I first heard that song. And, of course, being a um, fan of the original, and the remake was pretty cool, but being a fan of the original Maniac and, you know, back then in the in the early 80s, man, that movie, I remember, just freaked the hell out of everyone. So it was really cool how they made a nod to that. So once again... Thank you, Mr. Slasher, for showing up and having a good time and hanging out. And, and this this new Cannibal Death Gods, man. Really, really cool. If you're into the horror films, this is something you're going to want to listen to. Because, like, yeah, horror is a lot of fun with the blood and boobs and all the weird characters and all that. But one of the things that makes horror so cool is, and you don't even, you might not always necessarily think about it, but the music, the music in the background you know, and some of it is just so iconic. You know, the themes for Psycho, Jaws, yep. Friday the 13th. Like, imagine those movies without that kind of music. Uh, they'd be totally different. I mean, especially Jaws. I mean, mm-hmm. how many times when somebody's like, when, even like if you yourself were sneaking up on somebody, you start going, da-dun, da-dun, I've, I've done that to Mrs. Snowy with us sitting in the bathtub. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And I don't understand why why there are shark attacks. I really don't. I mean, don't they hear the music coming up? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Apparently they only have that up in um Nantucket there. Or wherever they were in that movie, supposedly. Amity, Amity Island, that was it. Amity, Amity. Yeah. Yeah, not too far from the car. Yeah. Uh, Tonight is a special day. Today is a special day as we speak. It is the 8th of May. The The 8th of May. Yeah, yeah. As we said, happy Motorhead Day, everyone. And apparently. This day is also being chosen, you know, as the anniversary, the celebration, the cel- the celebration point of Motorhead's Ace of Spades. 
and that, that just I, I didn't even you know like the song is so iconic and all that and with with everything in the 8th of may and all that it didn't really hit me but yeah it's 40 years this year you know that the ace of spades has been with us and so there's a lot of cool stuff going on right now that has kind of been released in honor of today one being a um a brand new lyric video okay which is now up on youtube when i was at work today at money job i took a couple minutes out to give that a, a, a viewing and all that like when once when something's cool when i'm at work and something something cool happens like everything shuts down and i'm gonna i'm gonna get to this a little bit later everything shuts down i'll sit in my office and I'll attend to that because with my job, I got time that I can, I can do all this. And it's, it's shit I'd rather be doing than just my boring job, you know? So like, let's get our priorities straight. So there's your, your new, your new lyric video and brand new merch. Okay. Which are going to be going towards, um, the live nation crew nation fund, you know, for everyone that's, uh, you know, been affected by all this, all the crews and all that, like you've mentioned before with the Kiss shirts yep. and all that. So, yeah, yeah, this day is being honored. One of the things that we'll get to is that, unfortunately, we weren't able to participate in this because it was just happening at a time, you know, we just weren't able to sit down together or even I wasn't able to just do this on my own. But um, consequences of sound uh, or website was saying, hey, everyone at this time, pour a drink and toast Lemmy, which would have been at seven o'clock. Eastern, unfortunately, like I said, I was not available for that. But, but before I kind of get into my Ace of Spades story that happened to me today, I want us to take the time out, Sky, Aaron. I've got surprise, surprise, a Lemmy in my Motorhead mug, and I think that our take our beverage of choice. We should. Raise it into the air right now. I got it. I'm ready. I'm not really one for um, for speeches or anything like that, which people might find it kind of find it hide find that hard to believe since I don't seem to be able to shut up. True, true. But and doing a radio show, it's like you better have something to say and all that. Don't really have anything planned except to you, Lemmy. Thank you so much for the memories um it's something you know we'll always remember and cherish thank you so salute salute cheers cheers (laughs) wish we could have clanged our glasses (laughs) together (laughs) together i can clang something here we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get a sound there we go and then you have to guess if that was just like a random spoon i had laying around or if i have a piercing that i've been clanking against that glass and what is pierced so i'll leave that with all of you to just yeah let's just yeah imagination time yeah yeah earlier today okay and i was actually quite 
floored by this. I was at work. It was about 5 o'clock, pushing 5 o'clock p.m., and on my commercial radio show where, you know, they always have these special segments, you know, where they, a reason to play a special song or whatever. And it's it's five o'clock. It's the drive home. You're going to play this special song. I wasn't really giving him much choice because I really had to take a leak. OK, <laughs> I'm already finishing oh, up goodness. what I was doing. I'm, ju- I'm jumping on one foot. OK, <laughs> OK, I'm on my way to the can. Okay, and the Mr. DJ man goes, and I hear the words, in honor of the 70th anniversary. <gasps> oh my God, oh my God, they're actually, and I've heard Motorhead on at this at this time before, but it's a rarity. Yeah. Okay, but it's, oh my God, oh my God, they're going to play Aces. They're actually acknowledging Motorhead Day. Now, wait a second. You just said 70th anniversary. Oh, oh 40th. Okay, I'm like... Did we skip something? Did, what did I miss? Did we miss three decades here? What the hell? Um, yeah, so I really got to take a leak anyways. But yeah, like I hear 40th anniversary. I don't know. They're going to play. They're going to play Ace of Spades. Okay, at this time, everything stops. Like when I'm at work. This is one of those moments that I mentioned earlier. Everything stops. There is no way that I'm doing anything while Ace of Spades is being played, especially on the 8th of May. The 8th of May. Now, of course, like I said, I have to take a leak, though. So I'm basically on one foot. I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go really bad. There is no way. I was going to piss my pants before I... Before I walked away from that radio on this day, listening to that song at work, <laughs> Lemmy would be proud. That's <laughs> he would be proud. And this is definitely my new my new favorite Motorhead moment. Beyond even you know sitting near that that girl at the Motorhead show that had a hard time keeping her shirt on the whole time. Yeah, this is definitely my new my new favorite memory. <laughs> what this was for that so once again uh thank you sir lemmy which he should be knighted damn it for the memories yes yes he should be um and of course mr lemmy would be pissed if we didn't introduce a brand new band in today's Metalist Indie Spotlight. Metalist Indie Spotlight? Metalist. <laughs> yeah. I think we just mean the Indie Spotlight on the 8th of May. We're always on the lookout for fresh new talent. Check out this Indie Spotlight. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to our Metal Indie Spotlight. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> just, I think one too many Lemmys already, already. Let's or go back. one short of just enough. That could be <laughs> it. Enough. There we go. There we go. Let's, let's go back to South America for tonight's Indie Spotlight. Really cool. 
Well, they called themselves a death cult band because I really, you know, I don't really think they wanted to call themselves a deathcore band, which is kind of like uh, an expression that I don't mind. But on the other hand, I'm thinking they probably shouldn't be tagged just that. But Reptilium, their latest record, Adrenochromancy, came across my desk and I slapped it on. Sounded pretty good, and I thought it was kind of apropos with the new Sarcophago record out as well. Everyone should give another South American band an opportunity. So let's go with, well, I don't know, first single, first video, whatever you want to call it, with New Deadly Bastard from South America's Reptilium in the Indie Spotlight. Oh, my God. 
Facebook.com Reptilium Sect, Reptilium, R-E-P-T-I-L-I-U-M, and then Sect, S-E-C-T, go, or just like, just make it, make it, just make it easy on yourself, look up, go on to Facebook, look up Reptilium, hear some great new tunes, well, bro and bra, I hope everyone was enjoyed there. Uh, the eighth of May. The I know. Eighth I, of May. You do that so much better than I do. Um, I know. I certainly did. We want to thank um, Slasher Dave for hanging out with us as well. And at some point, um, you know, between Motorhead Records this weekend, maybe slap on. Some uh, latter day bad company because at the top of the hop, unfortunately, we had to dedicate tonight's episode to ex bad company vocalist Brian Howe, who passed away yesterday as we speak. This particularly kind of hit hard here in Snowy Manor because um, the Dangerous Age record that um, that Mr. Howe debuted on man we listened the hell out of that record when it first came out mrs snowy and i it's one of those records that you know we just it's 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 been a lifetime album and then of course mr howe went on to record holy holy water and here comes trouble i think those are three records in the bad company discography that's kind of underrated kind of underrated but some killer stuff killer stuff so Take some time out, crank the Dangerous Age record this weekend. And of course, Radioactive Metal extends their condolences to the Howe family. Um, and as for us, yeah, let's, uh, let's uh, spend the rest of the week. I know what I'm doing tonight. As soon as we're done recording, I'm pouring another Lemmy here in my Motorhead mug. And I'm just cranking Motorhead all night so definitely looking forward to that but i hate getting on out of here but unfortunately that is something that we do have to do to for tunage to get on out of here let's go back back to brazil from the old cogumelo records that gray haze records re-released as well let's go with this with the band holocausto their um the title track from their Campo do Exterminino album. They were one of those bands that um yeah from that whole that whole scene, that whole Brazilian scene that, that gave us Sepulture, that gave us Sarcophago. Some really great stuff. How can people get a hold of us? Well, dear snowman <clears throat> Facebook.com slash radmetal. Drop us a line there through Messenger. Post something on the page. Whatever it is. But you can stamp with us and the witty things that we post right there. Radmetal666 for Twitter and Instagram. You can see the beer that we were drinking on last episode. Um, I posted mine today. I don't know if Snowy has any pictures to post of his. But maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. You won't know till you go. So we've got those out there for us radioactivemetal.org where you can get all the episodes that we have because we got them all up there and of course hear us first every week purerockradio.net thursday nights 
And if you're looking for a little something extra, we happen to be a part of a wonderful family of podcasts known as the Shining Wizards Network. They like to do a little wrestling over there. Sometimes they like to do it near the cement pond. But on that wrestling podcast, you will find out that Snowy's voice sounds a lot like a host of another podcast called A Wrestling Night in Canada. His name is Snowy. Not to be confused with our Snowy. They're totally two different people. Oh, totally, yeah. Totally two different people. They just sound a lot alike. You know, there's rumors that there's a twin, lot separated birth. We don't know the whole story. It's kind of crazy. They He's a really good-looking guy. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He was hanging out at the kitty shack, and it all went from there. Right? So, so we've got that wrestling night in Canada. And if you are thinking, you know... I'm in a pandemic. I can't do much. I miss the art of letter writing. I need to do something that exercises my brain, my hand, my body. But you've been sitting on the couch eating snacks for 31 days or more now, and you can't handle a lot of exercise. Might I recommend that you jump onto Facebook, drop us a line through Messenger with your address, and then we'll get it to Snowy and the two of you can write letters. Think about the great physical activity you will have from picking up the paper, putting it on the desk, right? It's, this is light activity. Doctors recommend this. You start with this, right? You got the pen. You're going to twirl it around your fingers and get the dexterity going, right? Then you have to walk to the mailbox to put it in the mailbox. I mean, we are concerned about your health here in Radioactive Metal during this pandemic time, and that is a great way to support it. Sending Snowy a snail mail letter just like the old pen bangers. And I mm-hmm. can't say the word pen banger without thinking of something totally dirty every time. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? All this talk of with, with Sarcophago, we're going out on some Holocausto. We talked about Hyrax and and Lorax. Incant and, and incantation. And Big cantations. Lots and lots, lots of motorhead talk. Thinking taking me back, you know, to the old days of all of that. So yeah, yeah. Drop definitely. I would definitely nice throwback to those olden days. Yeah, yeah. In the meantime, and in between time, that's it. This has been... I'm going to let you do this. This has been a... 8th of May! The 8th of May! Episode of Radioactive Metal. I'm Snowy White. I'm Sky. And this is the kitty from the kitty shack. (laughs) (laughs) I I have a feeling that's going to be a thing now. Yes, it is. God help us all. iTunes hates us enough as it is. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing wrong with cats. (laughs)